Watch out now. Wait. Watch out. Wait now. Don't, don't, don't. don't I don't do want that. us to do we that. Are, we are, we are, We're not going to do that on here. We're okay. 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 All right. We're going to do that. All right. <laughs> I'll do that. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. We ain't going now. What's good? What's popping? What it is, what it ain't, what it could be, what it should be, what it would be. It's Cam Newton, the son, Mr. Boogie to all, and we're here with another episode of Funky Friday. And today we have the utmost talented singer, Grammy nominated, songwriter, actor, philanthropist, and so much more to the world. Mom, a uh, strong black woman. Miss Angie Stone is here. <laughs> How you doing? I am blessed and highly favored. Yes, you Thank are. Thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing good. What am I complaining for? You're glowing. I am. Mm-hmm. I got a whole lot of reasons to be glowing. Listen here. <laughs> We're going to cut straight to the T because mm-hmm. I don't believe in, in, in pity patting around. Okay. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. Um, I have to do right by this because I always want to bring the younger generation yes. to the old generation yes. to find a way to connect. Right. Right. With you having the accolades of being labeled Miss Neo Soul, mm-hmm. creating your own genre, creating your own you know, identity. Number one, how has the music industry changed from when you first started to where it is right now? Oh, great question. Well, the music industry has changed because it can never remain the same and elevate. That's number one. Each generation is bringing something new to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, our language is changing. You know, we're growing. Uh, social media has become the platform for today. When we started, there was no social media. Mm-hmm. It was just hard work, live shows, getting out there and putting the pedal to the metal, right. metal to the pedal. So now um, there are a lot of easy streets to success. Right. And even though it may seem harder, it's easier because you have a chance to control your destiny. Mm. Whereas back in the day, we didn't have control over our destiny. We had the companies to control us, guide us, lead us, and uh, point us in the right direction. Right now, you have a choice. Mm. And the choice is you can do it yourself or you can rely on the company. Uh, My son right now is doing his thing, and he's pretty much doing it on his own. And, and he's winning. Right. My daughter's winning mm. because they are navigating their own ship. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud of that. Right. As you should. Mm-hmm. As you should. I, um, before we kind of get too deep and sidetracked on how I want to morph, you know, this interview, um, I want to be very obedient and understanding that I want you to use this platform as a segue to bring people into your world and things that you're doing. Yes. Um, you spoke briefly about you going back to school um, on top of you having different things that's on the table right now. So, Ms. Stone, please tell the people what we got going on right now. 
Well, when I, when I left high school, I was 17 years old, and I began to travel the world as an artist. Mm -hmm. I, I saw and learned everything there was to learn as a recording artist. Right. Book smarts, I let a lot of years go by. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to do was take the nurturing that my parents gave me, which was uh, being raised in the church and, and having that mantra go with me all the way through my career. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go back to school because I didn't want to talk about the Bible or be about the words of other people. Mm -hmm. And I felt like in order for me to get it right and not mislead the people, mm -hmm. I need to know the word for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I did. I just uh, went back to school. I'm in college right now mm -hmm. uh, at New Dimension, um, taking um, theology. Oh. Um, under Mr. McLeod, and I'm ex super excited. I had an honorary doctorate, and that just opened up my curiosity. Mm -hmm. And so right now I'm going for my bachelor's, and then um, every every other aspect of this, this dream come true for right. me is to uh, flourish it on down to the next generation. Right. So I'm super excited about that. Man, that's music to my ears, mm -hmm. because I'm... A person who, as they would say, dipped in the cloth. Oh, yeah. Came from the blood. Yes. Right. Uh, my parents, well, my mom, only thing she know is church. Okay. I mean, that's it. If my mama were to go to Magic City right now. <laughs> Magic City would be. Uh, it is shocker. It wouldn't be. It would, you see what I'm saying? It would be Babylon. It wouldn't be listen, Magic City. Not even, not even doggone Magic City. If she go to one of these day parties. Right now, she'll be in there just speaking in tongue and yes. throwing holy oil on them yes. people. Just like, oh, my God, what is this? Girl, go put some doggone clothes on. Cover yourself mm -hmm. up. Go pull your pants up. Da, 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 da. My, uh, my father, he's a preacher. Bishop. I only know him as that. And he's the most influential person in my life. Yes. And I literally came from a three-parent household. My mom, my dad, and my grandmother. Yes. So even with that being said, I know the power of prayer. I know Jesus. because I came from a praying grandmother. You know what I'm saying? That if she don't know nothing else, everybody, we going to pray. Everybody that's in attendance. You got your homeboy? No, you just can't come over here and eat. You got to sit down and you're going to pray. And I don't care if it's just a thank you. Amen. You well, gonna it's pray. a reflection of who you are today. Mm -hmm. You know, Cool as you may seem and as suave as it all is, it's backed by the good stuff. Absolutely. Pedigree. You're mm -hmm. part of pedigree. And I can see it. I can feel it. The energy is there. And whenever you're around it, mm -hmm. you can assess it. So everything that's happening for you right. is because of your background. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay right here where we are right now. But I think that there is a disconnect there. Mm -hmm. And my mom, she had three boys. I'm the middle right. one. Okay. And I was the one that made her earn her stripes, so to speak. Like I said, always, I was taught right from wrong. I just don't always do right. Of course. You know, we all fall short of his glory. Uh, no but test, no testimony. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's my thing. Yeah. I can't allow a person to speak to me that hasn't been or has mm. been tempted like I've been tempted. Right. And I think there's a disconnect with the old school church and the new school church okay. because it's like old school, it was like, uh-uh, you can't wear that. You can't wear them pants, young lady. You got to put on the dress. Right. And they got to be up under your calf muscles. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the theory is now I need what I resonate to is 
it's not necessarily about being worldly. It's about being relatable. And when I hear on social media or on the Internet that somebody's speaking, you know, the word, whether it's T.D. Jakes, whether it's Joel Osteen, whether it's no matter what it may be, you know, I try to find ways that are you teaching me this to judge me or you're teaching me this because I'm going through something Mm. to help me. Right. Right. And a lot of times, a lot of saints, Christians. Right. And even in (laughs) even in other other uh, religions, they just had this holier than thou type of uh uh-uh. that's not of him. Uh So I'm not going to. But you don't know my story because when I read the Bible Mm -hmm. and I got a question pending. When I read the Bible, last time I checked, Jesus caught flack for hanging out with the common folk. Mm -hmm. But in Jesus's mind, I got to bring people I got to teach the word. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So in order to teach the word, you got to be able to reach the people that mm. need right. the word. Right. And if, if you don't need the word, then guess what? Mm. You're already saved. Mm-hmm. And so God had to go out to the sinful mm-hmm. and teach the word. Right. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Right. So who, as you go on this, this journey, you've been on this journey, right, being a theologian, a, a, a studier of uh, mm. the great book. Who's your favorite biblical character? Uh, right now in your life that you can kind of resonate with. I would say one of the people that I can identify with and relate to is Job. Mm. And the reason I say Job is because I've seen my parents go through what, uh, uh, I've seen a Job mm. over and over and over in my life. Mm. I've been a Job mm. over and over in my life. Resilient. Yes. And I've seen people win and I've seen them lose mm. over and over. But those that hold their faith to the end regain mm-hmm. everything that they've lost. Right. So I've, when I say I'm often comparing things to Job is because that's a man that lost everything, that had everything right. and lost everything. So to bring context to this, and I'm no preacher, mm-hmm. I'm just a servant to deliver what God placed on my heart. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, the character Job was a person in the Bible who was, was able to be tested by Satan, mm-hmm. right, by God's uh, clearance. Yes. It was almost as if to say this. Satan goes to the devil goes to God and he says, OK, you got all these people worshiping you. But do you really think that they worshiping you through the good and the bad? Yes. So God says, yes, I do. And he looks down and he says, all right, well, let me try one. And to see how resilient he is, because I guarantee you in the face of controversy, in the face of death, in the face of just so much things coming Lost. into you. Mm-hmm. Right. Loss. Right. I can get him to curse you. Yes. And God gave clearance to Satan to say, you can try my most faithful servants and I guarantee you he ain't going to fold. Lost everything. He had a beautiful family. Lost that. Uh, uh, was, was, was faced with sickness, didn't question God. Maggots crawling in his, in his flesh. Mm-hmm. 
lost all his money, his, his, his uh, worth, his value, his children, mm. his wife, I mean, everything that a man could cherish monetarily or that he could touch, mm -hmm. he lost. Right. Mm -hmm. And yet, through it all, being faced with so many different things, did he fold? Absolutely not. So when you say your favorite person that you relate to is Job, uh, it says a lot about you. But you know, from the outer sphere, a lot of people don't know that oh, I know. No, I, 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 can, I can tell you where the comparisons go. Mm -hmm. I've been in the music industry for 40 plus years. Mm -hmm. I've never won a Grammy. Mm -hmm. I've not been invited to everyone. I've not been a part of some of the most fabulous stuff that goes on in the industry. I have uh, had so many opportunities that were snatched away mm -hmm. as a result of that imp or mm -hmm. that spirit that was allowed to say, you're not worthy mm -hmm. of it. And I still had to trust God. Mm -hmm. I still had to be okay with the decision that was made on my behalf. Right. So when I say that, I have definitely been a Job. Right. I've, I've, I've seen enough in 40 years to know that, of course, we deserve more. Right. But when I think of why not me, mm -hmm. then I remember Joe. So with that being said, as we kind of transition, do you like where the music is today? As far as not just the creative side, when you look at the artists, female artists that's out there. Absolutely not. Because of? Well, we've seemed to lo lost, have lost our self-value mm -hmm. and self-worth because I don't feel like we have to exploit our beauty in a way that we become naked in the eyes of God mm. to appease the world okay. because we are all born pretty much with the same thing. Mm -hmm. So if yours is prettier than mine, I don't need to know that. That's for one person, and that's the person that God deems your husband mm -hmm. or your wife. So I think that when we feel like we are in a race with who? Right. Ourselves mm. or the next woman. Are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it for God or are you doing it to appease Satan? Right. And you have to look at that. So I do think that there are other ways that as women, when, and I can only speak because right. I am a woman, right. that we can uh, use God's gift in a beautiful way. Right. When I, when I look at your discography, it's just one song that, you know, we all can relate to. I can't eat, I can't sleep anymore. <laughs> I was asking your assistant, you know what I'm saying? I wish I didn't miss you. I say that right? Mm -hmm. Anymore? Yes. You know, I done heard, I wish I couldn't kiss you. I oh, wish I yeah. couldn't. Like, you know, us folks. Yes, know. yes. But at the same time, that's soulful music. Mm -hmm. And my thing with music nowadays is, is it authentic? Will it stand or withstand the test of time? Because you play that song right now, I have a, a beautiful establishment and fellowship, mm -hmm. a cigar lounge, uh, fine dining. It has the same meaning it had when it was first written. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And it that song comes on, 
And that song comes on, it's just like, you just find somebody. Like, girl, <laughs> boy, I'm talking to you. Yes. And then it just brings, it connects. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily where music is right now. I just find it hard because I'm a millennial. Mm -hmm. And... I, I stand on the premise that classic will never die. Authentic will never die. Sooner or later, standards. somebody court. That's why they're called standards. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not making standards anymore. Mm. Very few artists today are making standards. There are very few songs uh, from the last 15 years mm -hmm. that you can go back and say, this was one that, you know, you reminisce on. You reminisce on... Earth, Wind, and Fire. You mm. reminisce on the Commodores. You reminisce on the Isaac Brothers. Right. You reminisce on those standard songs. Right. But if you go back the last 10 years, you can't really reminisce mm. on the songs because the substance. It's empty. Yes. It's money, cars, clothes, hoes. There you go. You know what I'm saying? How much I can get out of him. It's not neither one of us want to be the first to say goodbye. Like, come on. You know? Come on. <laughs> So going back with multiple decades in this music industry, yes. when you was coming up, who empowered you? Who impacted you? When you, when you said, boom, I want to do this music thing. I want to be just like. I used to listen to Betty Wright and Peoples mm. and my dad. Mm. Um, Misty Blue, certain songs that just touched me, but Donny Hathaway. Mm -hmm. um, I was a song person, but I was mostly a B-side girl. What does because that mean? I was a, <laughs> a B-side girl. You know, back in the day, we had 45s. So they would sell the singles. So okay. if, you, if you were listening to uh, the Jackson 5, mm -hmm. you bought it for ABC. Mm. ABC. You know, but on the flip side of that, it was with a child's heart. Oh. So I call it the B-side. Or one more chance. You know, when mm. I started listening to records, I didn't just listen to the hit that they promoted. Mm. I was a B-side girl. And I found so many great records that was on the B-side. Listen here. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. But now I do the same thing. My favorite day, I, and, and, and those, of who, those of the people who know me, they know, my favorite night to go to my fellowship lounge, my lounge called Fellowship, is on Thursday night. Wow. It's, come through. Please do. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's multiple reasons. It's like, okay, I go there, have a good game, you know, uh, spades, dominoes, just like not mingling. Spades, not spades. And, watch you out can now. play spades. Watch out now. Wait. Watch out. Wait now. Don't, 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 don't I don't do want that. us to do we that. We we We're not okay. going to do that on here. We okay. 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 All right. We're going to do that. All right. <laughs> don't do that. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. We ain't going there. Let's, okay. let's, 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 don't, let's don't, don't have me come take <laughs> over your lounge. Okay? Recalculating. <laughs> Siri, Siri, trying to direct this, y'all. But on Thursdays, by the time I leave, it's like 12, 30, 1 o'clock. And for the music people, new music comes out every Friday. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So I get the first sneak peek of Apple Music, Spotify, yes. uh, Tidal, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just like going home, listening to the album in its entirety. Yes. So when Beyonce drops her album, when Drake drops his album, Lil Wayne, Lil Baby, Future, uh, Snow Allegra, uh, uh, Janae Aiko, 
uh, all these different artists, when they drop it, I'm excited because I skip what they've been promoting with the single. And I just go straight through what is the, what are they trying to tell the viewer that they're going through? Okay. You see what I'm saying? So with me, I also, and this is why my favorite artist is Jay-Z, but I say it in a sense to say it's the new Jay-Z, not the old reasonable gotcha. doubt Jay-Z, because I wasn't, by the time he dropped that, I was in that, what, sixth, seventh grade. I wasn't listening, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't listen to his music. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about Molly music? Oh, uh, uh, um, he, isn't he from Savannah? Yes. Uh, my mom put me on him. He's, he's my favorite artist. Oh, he got a song, um, golly, don't have me get the line. Um, Alone. That's, that song is the title for my, he's actually, I'm going to recut that song for my biopic. Oh. Because that's my story. Oh, uh, alone. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, um, I love you. Yes. They said somebody's dead. It's yes. alone at the top. Uh, make, make sure, sure somebody, somebody loves love you. Come on, man. <laughs> Molly. Listen, my mom put me on Molly music. And, um. Oh my God, I can't believe that's your favorite song. That's come my on, favorite song. Come on. See, you see how we just got off that dirty street that, that, just, that we just brought it back here and I'm we sorry. here with. That's, just, that's real talk, though. That's just. Listen, I'm a music. Sometimes you person. just want to go and put your son in bed. That's it. Okay? <laughs> it gets alone. It gets lonely at the top. At the top. But people don't understand because they see. They see the earth. Big lights, they see the planes, the cars, they see all of they that. They see the Rolex, they see the shoes, they see the aesthetic, he they said, see the energy. I got needs like you. Like, do. come on. And sometimes my body gets tired too. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tell you. I mean, you telling me. Okay. You told in me. <laughs> but man, it's just, it's just so crazy. But going back to Jay-Z, the reason why I say the new Jay-Z, the Magna yes. Carter. The, um, the kingdom come, the, these different things, I'm able to relate to it because there was a time where I didn't necessarily, I couldn't relate to it, mm -hmm. um, but it was, I would challenge myself because I would not only listen to the music, right. I would rap genius and read it too. So everything, every simile, every metaphor, every satire mm -hmm. that he was comparing, I was just like, oh, okay, I see what he did with that. And I started learning, and Jay-Z is a very genius artist because he teaches people about his lifestyle, but also about current events. And I bought a Basquiat just to be able to say, you know, Baby Blue leaning on a Basquiat. Like, I'm like, okay, what's a Basquiat? What's a Warhol? Like, what's all these different things? Like, and I'm like, okay, cool. He's impacted me in that type of way that it, when I was growing up, when I came into money, these are the things that I wanted to have. It's right. the classic thing. It wasn't just because, you know, this person got this, these type of shoes on, that person got that type of shoes, so I'm going to go get that type of shoes. It was like, no, I'm so secure in my identity right. as an alpha male that I respect all. But I'm not going to sit up here and everybody going left. No. Okay. If right, better for me. I'm going right. right. Thank you. See what I'm saying? That's real talk. So, I mean, like, it's crazy that, you know, for you, 
and you and you having a whole different kind of um, antithesis of where music is now, from creating and making to mm -hmm. I'm curious to know how do you like where were you when you was creating that song? You know what I'm saying? Wish uh, I didn't miss you. The um, what I was just saying. Wish I didn't miss you. Yes. Oh, um, well, you know. Believe it or not, that was the last song on that particular album. Mm -hmm. That that um, song was on Mahogany Soul. Mm -hmm. And a young man by the name of Ivan Matias mm -hmm. and Andrea Martin, she died this year, mm. wrote that song. It was the last song that Clive Davis put on my album. Mm. And my album was done. And we went in the studio and we started to change some things around and make some moves. And when we finished it, I was just glad that the album was done. I had been in the studio forever. Mm. And but what came what became of that song was it was a wake-up call for me. Mm. It's like last shall be first and first shall be last. Mm. That's what happened with that song. That song became the one song that was the anthem. I still to this day have to close out every show with that song. Oh. I mean it's 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 timeless. Yes. You know, and but right before, right after I finished, brother, I have to go into that. Don't let me walk off the stage and don't do that song. Ah, like, oh, girl, you come on back. We uh -huh. need to hear. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was a good place for me because it was the icing on the cake to a phenomenal record. That mm -hmm. was one of my best albums. Right. And that song proved to be one of the best songs I've ever done. Wow. So to that. When you would say, okay, I'm going to the studio or I'm going to the, the, the record, um, the A&Rs and mm -hmm. the, the people creating, you had live bands. Sometimes. Sometimes we did an analog, uh, analog band. Sometimes I played. Um, I was the kind of person that was very private in the studio. Uh -huh. I didn't like a lot of people around because it allowed me to be free. Mm. Um, when I first started music, I was at Sugar Hill Records. I was at a rap label. Mm -hmm. uh, and for, for people that don't know, I was with The Sequence, which was the first female rap group ever. Mm. And when we did that, I, I knew that I wanted to sing. Mm -hmm. So I incorporated singing with rap. Mm. And back then, we had a live band. Everything was a live band. Uh, so Funk You Up was recorded with a live band. Mm -hmm. Right after that, the DJs and all of the stuff that was happening in New York, you know, became prevalent after Sugar Hill Gang and the sequence went, went abroad. Right. But as I grew up, I grew mm -hmm. as an artist. So experimenting with things is what opened up my psyche to expand music. Right. So I can honestly say being the first of anything is already challenging mm -hmm. because you make mistakes right, right, right. and you don't know how they're gonna gonna turn out. But you know, I landed on my feet so many times mm -hmm. just being the first to do this or the first to do that. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm at a space where when I look at music and my kids try to tell me or other kids the show that I'm doing, 
uh, House of Blades, right. the show that I'm doing, all these kids are coming with all this dope, dope music. Mm -hmm. uh, music Soul Child and I are hosting the show, by the way. Oh, wow. So, you know, I had to get that genius in the room because he's a music right. fool right. like me. So when you hear some of the new stuff that these kids are bringing to the table, you look at yourself all over again, but generations later. Mm. I see that hunger in this generation that I had at 17. Man, listen, even when you was at 17, one thing that a lot of people don't highlight the most, some of the beautiful, the most talented, the most just skill in mm. this industry came from church. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You, you, I, the one person that sticks out right now, and my man's wearing a shirt, Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. And for her, you hear, Absolutely. you hear Pentecostal. Okay. In that, in that you know, when she, mm -hmm. when she hit them tones, and it's just like, yeah. oh, it's heaven. You yes. know what I'm saying? And when, you, when people hear you sing, it's like, uh-uh, she just didn't start it because she was trying to get on a rap group. Right. It was like... You know, she was singing Amazing Grace. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. how sweet is You know, it's yeah. just so many different things that, you know, you're getting back in them them old, well, you, okay. you say you're from South Carolina, yes. like them old country towns. Holiness and... You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we it got to gotta be a little, it got to be deep down in the pits of you. Gospadelic, we used to just go there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And to be able to transition, my thing is, outside of like Donnie McClurkin, mm -hmm. Kirk Franklin, uh, one of my favorite is William Murphy, Ty Tribbett, uh, oh, Travis yeah. Green. They haven't got their just due no. because hip hop, R&B is this, but gospel is, I believe, is up under them all. When you talk yes. about genres, country, uh, 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 punk rock, just all mm. these different genres. And it saddens me that gospel is so low when... And it's really I may the foundation. be wrong. It's the foundation. I may it's be grassroots. wrong. Uh-uh. You on it. But it's just like, man, these people, this this religion morphs so many. It birthed talents. everything. It you, has birthed. You it dig all. what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And but for somehow or another, we kind of veer away from, you know, even for so so many people, rest in peace, Whitney, mm -hmm. is morphed away from it, but it was always there. Yes. And you may do an album, a gospel album. I love her, uh, the Christmas slash gospel album, The Preacher's mm -hmm. Wife, um, and just different things. But you know, it, 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 when, when your career takes off, and I've been faced with you know, things as far as temptation, things as far as making a priority, mm -hmm. it's like, well, I worked on Sundays, so I couldn't go to church. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when you get that feeling of knowing that, okay, let me tap in to my innermost being, it puts a lot of things into perspective. Yeah. And it's still hard, you know, me obviously having children. I want to know that. How was it having children in this type of industry? Well, it's very, for me, it was a good and a bad thing. I'm an only child, so it was like mm. I had to figure it out because right. I didn't have a sister or brother to travel with me. I only mm -hmm. had my parents. And when I decided that, you know, well, I got to have this baby, mm -hmm. mama needs your help. And my parents stepped in and helped me. But I can tell you this, having a child uh, at 22 with a, a, a budding career was all the inspiration I needed mm -hmm. to work like a workhorse. Mm -hmm. And my daughter became my 
my sole inspiration for mm. winning, there was no room for failure. There was no time to lose, and there was certainly no time to waste. Mm -hmm. So I worked like a slave. That was your purpose? Yes. She gave you that purpose. She, oh, and, okay. and my first album was entitled Black Diamond, mm. and my daughter's name is Diamond. Mm -hmm. I did it for her. Right. So even that, that was beautifully said. Like, everything that I have right now is because of my children. Mm-hmm. I knew what love was. I done told so many different girls and people like, oh my God, baby, I love you. Girl, I need you. Girl, I can't live without you. But as soon as I seen my biological son chosen mm. come through them ovaries and all through that, yes. you then know what love really is. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And I have seven children, wow. not, not hiding from it. And the thing I tell everybody, I still want some more. That's a beautiful thing. Because, but, but listen, back in the day, my grandma is one of 13. And, and so is my mom. My mom is one of nine, but mm. we come from big families. Big families. Like, mm. I be feeling sorry for people, no disrespect, that, you know, they just had themselves. And like, man, my cousins, I, I really have to protect myself from people. Because I know who I am. My loyalty a little different than some of these mm -hmm. folks' loyalty. Mm -hmm. If I say, pardon my French, if I say I fuck with you, mm -hmm. I fuck with you. Right. Right? And it ain't no hiding around. You're going to get everything. On, I wear everything on my sleeve. Mm -hmm. And the thing that gives me purpose is my children. Mm -hmm. And I'm a hands-on father. I'm not even able to have my children around this aesthetic right now because obviously it's school. But more or less, it's just like, man, I'm doing this for one day to empower them to say, listen, you don't have to play football. You don't even have to play basketball, mm -hmm. but you got to do something. The same thing my father told me. Right. And whatever you choose, just be great at it. Commit to it. Be the pig, not the chicken. Mm -hmm. Right. The pig committed his whole life in order for you to have that bacon and that sausage. Right. That chicken, he just she just reproduced and boom, exactly. she got the eggs for them scrambled eggs. Okay. Commit to it. Right. So with that, I know there's nothing on this earth outside of my religion, my faith in God, that has kept me straight and narrow outside of my children. Because I know it's like certain things that I have to do, but they give me so much purpose. Oh, chosen God practice. Sovereign has, you know, swim lessons. Oh, you know, Kamitis got swimming lessons. You know, Caesar has this. Uh, Jaden had, like, it's just so much that's going on that I'm like, ah, oh, man, I want to hang out with y'all, but... They come first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, through it all, you can. Our kids. It's, 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 that, it's that control, alt, delete that mm. recalibrates you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It gets you to that point. I, well, um, the, the, go ahead. The, um, my kids have been my soul inspiration. And along the way, uh, I don't know if your story is like mine, but this industry has played such a role in, in interference with love and relationships. Mm. I had to get through life and get all the way here. I'm finally in a, in a posture position mm -hmm. where I think I'm ready to get married. Mm. But it's been... You've never been, been married? I was married at 22 for okay. a very short time. Talk to me. Um, I, I got married because I got pregnant. Oh, and wow. Coming from the Bible Belt, that was something like I was terrified. And, mm -hmm. and when I realized this, this is all wrong, mm. I, I, I got out of it because mm -hmm. it was not the right thing. But in retrospect, this probably, this love that I have now will probably be, in my mind, the first real 
mm. marriage because mm. this is this was something that God brought into my space. Right. Uh, I wasn't looking for it. It wasn't looking for me. Mm -hmm. But when it happened, I, I just kind of knew. It's a feeling. It's 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 automatic. It's a now. I, listen, I always had these conversations with my parents that it's, I found I really tapped into the holy realm, mm. I would say, 2018, in a very dark space in my life. Dark being not suicidal, but mm -hmm. just questioning my career. I was injured, and my daily routine looked like this. I wake up, I will go do as much as I can, I will get treatment, I will come home and I'll read the Bible. I reached out to my father, I said, Pop, hey, um, I find myself as a grown man not really knowing nothing about the Bible. I've been growing up in church, I could, you start a song and I could finish it, you know what I'm saying? I just always, dun, 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 like shouting and things like that, but you, as you, go to church at 6, 7, 8, 12, 13, mm -hmm. it's almost the praise and worship that gets you through. Exactly. By the time the pastor starts speaking, you sleep. You, you, you nodding off and saying, may the Lord watch. Oh, between me and thee, why are we at, you know what I'm saying? And that's when you, you, didn't, need, you didn't even get you know, the, 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 message. the, the message or, mm -hmm. or could even uh, attain it mentally. You know what I'm saying? With that, so in that time of my life, I, was, I asked my father, I said, Pop, man, Give me something that I can at least say I know this. Mm -hmm. He said, son, I want you to start reading the book of Samuel. And you read about Samuel. And that's going to take you to David. And that's going to take you to Solomon. All these great men of the Bible that have favor from God, but you got to know their story, their backstory. And he told me, he was like, for even people who was watching this, you can't read the Bible like a novel. No. You can't read it from Genesis to Revelation and think like, okay, boom, I, I read got I, it. No. I, -uh. It's certain things that you got to go back and you also have to realize even in Psalms, even though David is, is introduced in Samuel, uh, he wrote some books of the Bible. You see what I'm saying? So during that time, I just found solitude and, and really like it was speaking to my heart. It was like, oh my God, the same thing that, you know, uh, David was being faced with uh, Saul. Um, it's jealousy, it's envy. And boom, you know, it, 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 it doesn't even come with, with any type of instructions or, or preparation. He just hated him just because he was good looking. Okay. Because he killed, you know, Goliath. But everybody knows David versus Goliath. But they don't necessarily know the whole genesis of, you know, where David came from. David wasn't even supposed to be fighting Goliath. But David told the people, he's like, man, listen, I'll fight him. I've been used to killing people, I mean, killing things to protect my sheep. I'm a shepherd's okay, boy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So even with that being said, I just know, like, you know, where we are and how my, my um, kind of love of re really falling back in love with my religion yes. came off of that. It's just really understanding love, too. And I always have a controversial kind of topic that I'll even ask you, could you be in love or potentially marry multiple people in the Christian religion? Could you be, now that's a two-part question. It is. Could you be in love? Mm -hmm. You could be in love, 
but I could not marry more than one person. As a female or a male? Either I wouldn't, me personally, I wouldn't marry more than one time. Mm -hmm. So let's say, I'm sorry to keep cutting you off. Oh, you ain't cutting me off. I'm, go ahead. I want, so, I'm, 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 I'm say, into this. Let's, let's say your son, right? Yes. He's what age now, if you don't mind? 24. He's 24. Ooh, that's the sweet spot right mm -hmm. there. He's kind of trying to find himself and what he likes in mm -hmm. women. He says, Mom, I want you to meet Jacqueline. Right. I'm in love with her. Good yeah. looking girl. Okay. She, she passes your eye test. Mm -hmm. The following week, he says, um... I want you to meet another girl that's important to me in my life, mm -hmm. Cindy. Okay. You, you like her too. But you have, but you being Christian, you say, hold on, son. What, 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 what you doing? You can't choose both. Mm -hmm. How would you go about that situation? Well, it's, it's funny that you say that because my son, number one, he's very, very particular about having me meet anybody. Mm, as he should. Okay, if, if you are in my home as a guest of his and you walk up the stairs without permission mm. or you come to meet me, you're automatically stricken off the list. Ah. <laughs> Let's get rid of Cindy. Let's <laughs> okay. get rid of Ashley. Okay, he is very, very particular. He's never, I don't think he would ever bring somebody that didn't potentially have an opportunity or wasn't going to be his. Right. But if I like, I've, I've liked several girls mm -hmm. that he brought around. Uh, however, I would not condone or allow him to entertain them both in my space. Right. Uh, if you bring one to me and this is somebody you're seeing, mm -hmm. you know, don't, don't put me in it to try to entertain right. all these different girls. So let me clear this up mm -hmm. because I don't want nobody thinking like Cam is a polygamous person, Cam no, is promoting. That, I'm just giving you, I'm playing devil's advocate, gotcha. okay, so to speak. Because on. the Bible that I read, mm -hmm. even though there's a lot of people that think, uh, you know, the Bible says, Cam, when a man finds a wife, but just to play devil's advocate, I say, well, she can be a wife. She can be a wife, too. She can be a wife. Mm -hmm. For the Bible to be so direct, it never says one. Because another scripture says where two or three are gathered. Mm -hmm. You see how those numbers are tangible numbers. Right. It just said a. It spoke to a deacon only having one wife. Mm -hmm. But that was just a deacon. Now, when you talk about Solomon, which we all know for, you know, people that need to know, he was the most wisest person in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And he had multiple wives mm -hmm. and concubines, as we will call them in these, these day and age, thoughts, girlfriends, of course. you know, whatever. <laughs> Let's just keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Now, we ain't going to hide away from it. And when I bring that up to theologians, mm -hmm. they say... Oh, that was the Old Testament. That ain't, we living in the new. Well, I say, well, the, the Bible ain't never changed. Right. So how do we get to that premise? Because I'm speaking for so many different people because I'm not just only speaking off of, you know, it's, it's coming through my lips, but I'm speaking for others. And with this day and age that we live in, and when I ask individuals, I'm like, well, this, that, and the third about your partner. Ah, oh, man, he can't cheat. She can't cheat this, that, and the third. I'm like, okay, well, it's not about that, but why? 
It's not to say that I agree with it, but right. what's your reason? Your why no, may be but, different but, than but, my why. And, and going there, mm-hmm. I'm going to say with with them always referring to the Old Testament and the New Testament, and this, the times changed, just like where we are, the millennial. Mm-hmm. We're in a millennial space. The way they did things in the olden day was a lot different than what they're doing now. Right. Times change, people rearrange. Right. Okay. Money get funny and people go strange. <laughs> you feel me? So I'm just saying, uh, we can't go along with one man's change mm-hmm. because one man's change can possibly dictate right. the desires of one heart. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say... It doesn't mean if it's, it's wrong. It doesn't either. mean it's wrong, but it doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. So at that point... What I would do, it would have to be up to the individual in question Mm -hmm. if this is something that you're feeling good about. So if a man wants two wives Mm -hmm. or three wives, if you can live with that and they can live with that, who am I to judge you? I ain't got a nickel in that dime. Mm. And that's the way I look at life. I'm not going to judge anybody. Mm -hmm. So if, in fact, you got 45 women. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You just couldn't have me. Right. And, and, and the reason I say that is because I don't like sharing. Mm-hmm. And it has to be to each his own. Right. I'm not saying it's right, right or it's wrong, but I know me. So in order for me to live gracefully, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the spirit of jealousy. Right. So don't place me there, mm-hmm. and then I don't, have to, I don't have to earn that strike. Man, listen... Miss Angie, you put that so, but I just also <laughs> want to say, listen, I don't believe in polygamy. I don't believe okay. in those things. It don't speak to me. Okay. But I must, You're right, this, this is a candid conversation that we got to talk about it. You're be- absolutely right. Because there's a lot of people that believe mm-hmm. they can have more than one wife. Correct. I, I was with somebody that believed in that. And I'm like, hey, handle, do you. Do you, boo. Because guess what? You can't have me. I'm right. precious in every way. Mm-hmm. I love me so much that I'm not going to spoil these goods. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to, you know, tap dance right. in, that, in that hot oil or that fish grease, because that's what that is to me, mm-hmm. you can't touch this holy oil over right. here. Mm. And, and the way I see it is because I choose to live a clean life. Right. So just to hop, not off this ship, but just a different room in the ship. Okay. A lot of people also don't understand that everybody in the Bible wasn't married. Well, I know that. Well, you got a so, bunch of concubines. So, they, they ain't married to nobody. Come on now. But listen, <laughs> why is everybody trying to get married? My biggest thing is this, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, but this, this is something that's always a, 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 a easy, it's a, it's, it's a low-hanging fruit. Okay. But a lot of people don't talk about it. Right. And my thing is like, okay, you have to understand, we all have our purpose on this this earth, right? right? To be a light to somebody. As God is calling you, as God is doing whatever he's doing in your life, to do that in your own way, it may not be for you to be married. Right. It may not be for you to, 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 to start a family or do certain things. That may be your wish. That, a, but it might not be for, for, 
his Come on now. Mm-hmm. I agree with and you. And I think a lot of people, and I always use this analogy about Cinderella shoe. Cinderella shoe is Cinderella shoe. That's not, that may not be Cam's shoe. They may not be Angie's shoe. Mm-hmm. That may not be Chuck's shoe. Right. And we're going off this template that says, okay, well, that says you're supposed to do this, so you're supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, I'm a very social respectful, conflicting individual that I just love conversation. I love people, you know? So when I'm bringing up these topics, it's not that I believe in it. I just want to pick your brain about certain things because, you know, when you always talk of when when, when, when people, especially in the culture, they say, well, y'all been together for so long, when y'all getting married? Mm -hmm. And that's pressure, Mm -hmm. you know? And I don't believe in wasting anybody's time. I believe in operating off of love. And some of the best things in life happen to you when you least expect it. Right? That, 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 that's the key. Because I, I was patient. Mm. And I waited, but I didn't search. I didn't look. I decided mm-hmm. that what was going to be for me was going to present itself. I wasn't going to search for it. Right. And I'm saying that to say... When it's for you, it's for you. It's going to happen. And, well, I won't go into what my age is, but at this Mm -hmm. point, I didn't have to get married right now. But because marriage presented itself at a time that I, I'm in bliss now because Mm -hmm. I'm just like, wow, I waited and look what happened. Look what happened. This is great. Joe. Come on now. Back. Replenish. Everything just given back. Because okay. this is another thing, too, that I, that I will teach you. Well, not teach you. Yeah, teach me. Tell you. Mm-hmm. The, the, the love relationship thing is so skewed in society right now. It's some people that think that you need a ring to get married. Oh, I, was, I, I knew you was going Come down. on now. Who taught us that we need a ring to signify love. That was a marketing ploy to get you to buy jewelry. Mm-hmm. Every kiss begins with ki- Oh, take her to Jerry. Mm-hmm. Like da 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 da. Those were ploys. Yes. When you look in the Bible and it says, you know, one man honors his wife, da da da. It was holy matrimony. This could be holy matrimony. Back in the day, that time, they just said, you know what, Angie, I love you, girl. I can't live without you. You my wife. Do you believe I'm your husband? Yes. We're married. Mm-hmm. They didn't have no, you know, hey, big bro, hey, record this. Let me get him, you know, we're going to take her, I'm going to take her to Red Lobster, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get a private room, and then that's, that's what society has taught us that that's accepted. Mm-hmm. Love, matrimony is something where that's a commitment between individuals. Right, right. That said, listen, I ain't perfect. Boy. I have issues. But I hope that you take not only my issues, but my family, my children, Jesus. my, and accept me for all that. Yes. Right? And somehow or another, you got women now, you got men now, that's like, okay, I want to get married. Hurry up. Let's go. I want, I want kids. I want this. I want that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, are you doing that because somebody else's Cinderella shoe you're trying to appease to? Because if you find, if you had that deep dive with yourself to say, What's for me? What makes me happy? Then you ain't got to search for what social media says, the internet says, mm-hmm. somebody else says. Because listen, mom, pop, home girl, homeboy, I ain't doing this for y'all. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This is my situation, mm-hmm. and I would appreciate if you 
social distance yourself from you're our right, situation. You're right, you're right. See what I'm saying? But that's it. That's good. That's good. But that's real talk. And, and a lot of what you've said I've heard throughout my life, mm -hmm. basically. But, you know, all this uh, marrying four and five women and, mm. you know, trying to do this and that. I don't think anything is impossible. Mm -hmm. I think if that's what it's going to take for people to live and grow and, you know, mm -hmm. if it makes them happy, I say, hey, more power to you. Everything in life, Miss Angie, has an expiration date. Mm -hmm. Even you. That's it. Even me. That's it. And that's relationships included. Exactly. And, you know, the thing that I've understood and I've accepted is, number one, I only can be me. And I only want to be me. Right. You feel me? So with that being said, as we close things out here, appreciate you. I appreciate you. And uh, what we're going to do, as we always do, we end it the same way. We're going to start with this camera. Then we're going to go to that camera. And then we're going to finish with this camera. And you're going to do the same thing that I do. Okay. Correct? Gotcha. Take your finger and you say one finger. One finger. One pinky. One pinky. One thumb. One thumb. One love. One love. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I wish I did anymore. That's crazy you, you know mentioned Molly it's music. It's so funny. I had the same color you have on, and I changed. What? I promise you. Great mind. Think alike. I'm trying to tell you, Miss Angie, appreciate you. Now to them spades. Oh, Sister, you got my undivided attention. Don't even go there. I'm going there. Don't Please don't On go the there. first class. Ask him Sweet. what happened to him the last time we he played. He ain't no threat. Ashton. He ain't no threat. Ashton. He ain't a threat. Ashton. He ain't a threat.